0: Podcast.
1: I said welcome to welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with boot Ruther and Joe
0: Crano. Welcome to Welcome to the
1: Dirty Sports Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio, in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey. No chill, now.
1: Hello, Andy. We meet again. We meet again. Anybody that's watching this on YouTube is like, you guys are wearing the same clothes you wore for Monday's episode, <laughs> except the Mermandy has been replaced by a Australian Football League jersey, a Brisbane Lions jersey, which if you listened or watched the pre-show, you know, shout out to Maniacal Mitch, who just sent us that. That's our that's our couch decoration for the day. But we are recording this, in fact, just hours after we wrapped Monday's show.
0: A Dirty Sports Doubleheader.
1: I mean, it's ridiculous. And then I gotta record Dirty Slides I mean, after we got, this.
0: We gotta have my voice, Thustin, right
1: now. Prano's gonna bang out two episodes of Dirty Sports because he's leaving. Land at eleven PM Sunday in the Smut Studio, ten AM What? 3 o'clock, 4.30, fly out again, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Thus the process. Would you call yourself
0: the LeBron James of podcasting?
1: I'm saying, like, a lot of people are going, how long can you, can you honestly keep it up at this rate? Like, <laughs> a, a devastating injury is probably only moments away.
0: You want to be my guest on uh, Dent Report as well?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to be a guest on the Dent Report. I know that was uh, thrown out there. Yeah. And I can't wait. I, I like I like the direction the Dent Report's been going in lately. And uh, a lot of good episodes. While I was gone, I was crisscrossing uh, the tri-state area. I listened to a lot of Marin because I had uh, I had stockpiled some great guests that I wanted to listen to. And uh, I listened to a lot of Dent Report. And I listened to a Stripper episode. I listened to – what was the other episode that you did that was pretty good? I listened to Justin Wood. Yeah. Um, that's I think I mentioned that to you on the phone. You kept saying banging comics in that yeah. one. Yeah. I was like, what, what, what comics are you banging? Um, no, a lot of Dem Report. I thusted the DSPN while I was gone. I,
0: I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and, on my trip. I still
1: don't listen to this show, but. Yeah. Well. You stopped listening to this show, too. Back in the day, you used to record it and then listen to it.
0: There's only so much time. Like, now um, there's only so much time in the day.
1: Yeah. I, I try I try to listen. Like, back in the day, when we were only doing one episode a week, you're like, Prano, got to help our numbers. Give it a listen. <laughs> I'm like, I've never listened to it. But I was
0: also in my car a lot more. Yeah. Now that, uh, now that I mostly stick to the
1: bicycle. Plus you got Rogan these days. Yeah, that's, that is a marathon, bro.
0: <laughs> that is no joke, man. Plus a lot of times what I've realized too is when I, when I ride my bike, well, first of all, I don't listen to anything when I ride my bike on the street. I want to hear, hear a car that might hit me, yeah. kill me. Yeah. Because LA drivers are idiots. But also when I ride my bike on the beach paths, I love just hearing nature now. Like I'm real big into that. That's the latest Andy Ruther kick. No music, nothing. Even if it's like for an hour ride, I just want to hear the sounds. Take it all in. Yeah. Mentally thust.
1: It's a, it's it's sort of like uh it's sort of like meditation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I haven't done a uh float lab for
1: Are you off the float lab or are you no. just taking yours on a break?
0: Uh no, I just haven't had time to schedule, but that's important for me. I need to do that. But I again I leave, you know, by the time they hear this I will already be in Cincinnati.
1: Right. Or on my Which way. Which is why we're recording this today. Yeah. We're doing we're doing a sort of evergreen episode. We are going to cover some, uh, some news that has happened since this morning's episode. And then, uh, then we've got a little special something planned for yeah.
0: you guys. Also, the only difference of this morning and now is now I'm barefoot. So for the people who came in the YouTube comments earlier this morning and were saying, oh, we need Ruth or Shoeless.
1: Here you are. You get the bare feet. You got to be like squishing like... You know, fluffernutters with that or something. That's what the, that's what the foot fetish people want. They want you to see you crunching things with your toes. That's get so a, weird. Get a little marshmallow in there, maybe a little peanut butter. It's so weird, man. Yeah, oh yeah. Foot fetish people. What's weirder than that? I'm into feet. Most there's only two groups of people. The furbies are weird. Yeah, people who hate feet and people who are like super into feet. I'm actually actually like have no real problem one way or the other. Me either. But usually it's like, oh, feet disgust me, and then people are like, oh, I fucking want to eat your feet, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Whoa.
0: The Furbies. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, furries. Like,
0: furries, not Furbies. Furbies were like,
1: ah, Furby.
0: <laughs> Furbies T- were Tim, Tim Kirchner. <laughs> yeah. But I think the furries have conventions.
1: Yeah. But the furries- I, when- I used to do a joke about furries, by the way. <laughs> like, I used to do a joke, like, how do you- how do you figure out you're a furry? Like, your your dad takes you to your first ball game as a kid, and the Philly Fanatic jumps on the dugout, and just suddenly you're rock hard.
0: You've told me that joke? <laughs> I really want you to bring that back.
1: Just like, uh, I remember when I was a kid, I went to a Mariners game <laughs> with my dad, and the Mariner moose came out, and I just, I had to get up, I had to go fucking jerk off in the bathroom. Like, I just couldn't stop thinking about that moose. I was like, I want to grab his antlers and just take him to fucking Pound Town.
0: Uh, I think it's a great joke, because that's one of those jokes where... The people who don't get it are clueless. Yeah. But the people who get it love it. Yeah. I like that. Though, that a joke like that just divides a room. Yeah. Completely in half. Well, again, we just recorded this morning, and we already have some breaking news: Rajon Rondo
1: has joined the Los Angeles Lakers. So, the La- and they've uh, renounced Julius Randle. What does that mean? It just means that they, he's now an unrestricted free agent. So a restricted free agent, like you talked about on the, the episode this morning, means that somebody else offers him money, they have an opportunity to match. And if they match, he's theirs. They have, made, they have renounced him. So if he has a deal that he likes out there, he can just take it.
0: But what if he doesn't? Then they're stuck with him?
1: No, he's, he's essentially a free agent.
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You like this Ronda move a lot.
1: I don't like it a lot, but I like it um I like it in terms of this is what I was saying on the on the episode is like they're not building a team like this obviously there's some sort of star power that they're planning for, right? They're trying to carve out a chunk for a boogie, a Kawhi, or whatever. There there's somebody that they want to fill in that other space. But they're doing exactly what I said, which is they're getting vets Ronda one year. They're getting vets that want to come and win with LeBron. And I'm just saying, think about this. Like You you still need to figure out a way to score, right? But if you were building a team, specifically, the only point of the team that you're making is to guard Steph, Clay, KD, and Draymond. Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James. Deep pretty 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 good. Right? Matchup wise, Rondo on Steph. It is. Lance pretty on good. Clay, Kawhi on KD, LeBron on Draymond, playing free safety with the chase downs. LeBron loves playing the help defense now. He's let let Draymond shoot. That's a pretty good now. Obviously, key to that strategy is you gotta get Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So I know that's a big ask, but I'm saying if that was your goal. To put together a team, like, who else would you have? Rondo, obviously a Rondo, Paul George, Kawhi, LeBron would be a pretty good fucking team too, but or like a, or like a Rondo Jimmy Butler. The only
0: problem is with with that team, two of those guys can't score.
1: Right. Lance and Rondo. Uh Rondo can't. Rondo's a pass for a set. Lance can score. He can't. He just can't shoot. Yeah. He's just not a, an outside threat. But my point is, Ingram can score. And, you know, if you get a Kawhi or a Boogie in there, they're going to be able to score. I don't know if you heard. I know the Warriors are pretty good at basketball. LeBron James didn't have any trouble scoring against them. He scored 51.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a feeling by the time this episode is released, there's a good chance the lakers will have added somebody else.
1: You got to think Lonzo Ball's going somewhere, right? The Rondo is that the writing on the wall for Lonzo? I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, Rondo that's a one-year deal.
0: That's basically saying we they're not they don't care about building around Lonzo. I mean, Lonzo's only what, 19, 20 years old? Yeah. Even after the bronze contract's done, he's 23, 24.
1: Right. I know, but I mean the point is, is that you have to. Tr- if you're the Lakers, the LeBron to the Lakers is LeBron is back, right? The Lakers are back. I should say, you're not you're not planning for after LeBron, or else sure. you wouldn't have gotten LeBron in the first place.
0: Yeah, true. Win now. I don't know, man. It's interesting though.
1: Lonzo and a three team deal that brings Kawhi.
0: I just don't see Lonzo on the Spurs because. I just don't see Popovich wanting to end his career dealing with, uh, you know, LeVar Ball.
1: Right. Alonzo in a three-team deal that brings Kawhi to the Spurs, to Kawhi to the Lakers. I mean, that might happen.
0: The Lakers would be pretty nice then. Yeah. Pending who they had to give up. Right. I think I'm more sold on Kuzma right now than than Ingram, to be honest.
1: I, I I like them both. I know Ingram was a
0: second overall pick. He's only played two years, but
1: no, Kuzma's legit, no doubt about it. But I like both of those guys. Yeah.
0: I don't know. We'll see.
1: I mean, yeah, rub, Kuzma, rub those feet, bro. I mean,
0: <laughs> was I was I rubbing my feet? Yeah.
1: Uh, this well, guy jerking off as they watch us. Who would have thought? We have some weirdos. Yeah. Did you see the tweet I put out of what's the weirdest
0: or craziest way you were dumped or somebody dumped you?
1: I, I did see that, it's yeah. It's fascinating. They got like 45 responses. Any any like super crazy ones?
0: I mean, there were just ones like, uh, yeah, there were some weird ones. Like dudes were dumping chicks but how they typed or texted uh, like you know, just their grammar or how a girl ate her peas. Like,
1: oh, if I if I had a girl with like just horrible spelling grammar, yeah. you're definitely you would never because I'd be like I can't I can't be slumming it to the point where you just you're a moron.
0: But the thing is, it made me. I started to keep my own list. Yeah, I've had some weird, and these weren't
1: girls like one the, girl dumped you for your dirty dick.
0: Oh Yeah
1: Yeah you're making it sound like I
0: gave somebody an STD
1: No But that was the claim right? You have a dirty dick
0: Well she didn't dump me She called me out cause she got a uh What's it called?
1: Urinary tract infection
0: So she tried to blame me And I'm like I don't think you know how that shit works Like you can get a UTI from anybody Yeah that was funny Forgot about that good reminder no i was thinking about uh
1: just certain reasons oh, is the reason you asked because you just dumped a girl over her fucking pictures of herself
0: i didn't dump any girl it was it that's why i was thinking about it yeah i was just yeah. i was thinking about you know what are reasons that i don't want to talk to a girl right. and that was it and i don't want to be i because i have jokes about this on stage now i, I don't i don't want to reveal some of my jokes but this one's a pretty funny one yeah what do you got So I think it's funny. I'm still working on it. Another thing that I thought she was a lunatic was how she named her dogs. What'd she
1: name her dogs?
0: Her dogs were Theodore and Arthur. And I'm like, those aren't dog names. Those are British royalty. (laughs) Like, my other tag is those aren't dog names. Those are old white guys who play golf at a country club. Like, I'm working on the bit. But that wouldn't be a reason to end a relationship. But I started thinking about some other things. Like, I could never get serious with a girl who owns cats.
1: Um, I couldn't I, I probably couldn't Yeah Certainly not I certainly couldn't Get serious with a smoker
0: No I couldn't either But like What are some weird things where you Like like To me cat Might be considered A weird thing
1: Yeah I mean it would all have to Like I don't know The cat situation It would depend It wouldn't be a sure Thing No
0: Why you would own a cat Over a dog Says so much about you As, yeah. as a human being Yeah It really does
1: in fact, I'll my already... brother John has three cats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever ask him about that?
1: No, I know it's because his wife had cats, and then he just like.
0: But but I always say to those people who own cats, my response always is, or, or they're, they're, they always say, well, we don't want the responsibility, and I'm like, of walking and feeding a dog. But you don't, and I hate when people go, my cat's like a dog. I hate that line. Yeah. Your cat is not like a dog,
1: ever. It's just not. No. Bullshit. I mean, I used to do a joke about that. Like dogs, you throw a ball, they bring it back. You tell them to sit, they sit. Cats, they walk around, they give mm-hmm. you dirty looks, and they shit in a box. Yeah. And my joke was always, if I wanted something that did that in my apartment, I would stay with my ex-girlfriend and made her shit in a box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you should bring back all these Just gems. Just ignoring
1: everything I say and giving me dirty looks. I think that one, I think that one might have made Joe Prano take a stand. It did. Yeah.
0: That's right. It did. I, I do like that bit. No, actually, yeah. Keep keep writing new material. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't know why. But the Furries one never was like, that was a new bit that never, I really never did it. But I maybe that'll be one because I need new jokes.
0: I like the Furry one, bro. Like I said, if someone's laughing at that, they're laughing
1: hard. Yeah. I just like painting the picture of like a kid at his first ball game at like 12 with his dad. <laughs> he sees a San Diego chicken and suddenly he's like, that was when I knew. No, I like the. Philly. I just start. I started sweating.
0: I like the Philly fanatic. Yeah,
1: I didn't know what had come over me. I just got a weird feeling in my pants. Got an erection. Yeah.
0: Well, this was the idea we had for today, and by we, you, I think it's a great idea. Today in sports history, July fifth.
1: The show is being released. We're recording it on the third, but it's being released on the fifth, which is also your birthday, my thirty-ninth birthday. So happy birthday, Joe! Thank you. Yeah. July 5th, so a lot, of, a lot of things have happened in sports on July 5th. A lot of things have
0: happened. but Before we get to these great things in sports history, I want to say you're looking pretty good in those Flag and Anthem gear.
1: Thank you. Some Flag and Anthem shorts, these light blues. I didn't bring these to New York because my girlfriend said they're just too California. She's like, you got to keep those here. But then I came back, put them right on, put them on with my palm tree shirt. This is, this is like my Cali look here. Some bright blue shorts nice palm tree shirt.
0: Now I'm rocking the Flag and Anthem shorts and the Flag and Anthem hat with with my Thust the Process t-shirt. Guys, they got great gear for summer. So go to flagandanthem.com, drop promo code dirty, you get 25% off your first order.
1: I just wore a uh a Flag and Anthem shirt uh to Stress Factory on Saturday got multiple compliments three people including the host of the show was like i like that shirt bro and i told all of them flaggananthem.com promo code dirty get yourself 25 percent off and i even corrected myself i said get yourself 20 percent off and i said no and anthem actually gives us 25 percent off it's changed my life i know it literally has changed my you life you used to be mr cargo shorts
0: yeah you know i like i said i i like i said last episode i went out to dinner with my friend Drew, and he straight up said to me, I was wearing Flag and Anthem jeans, a Flag and Anthem sweater. He goes, I don't even know this person now. He's like, you're 30 pounds lighter. You actually don't dress like a child. And he straight up said to me, he goes, if you looked like this when you worked on Dirty Pop, he's like, gay dudes would have been losing their mind.
1: You are like, but I kept them at bay with my cargo pants and my Pornhub shirt.
0: <laughs> 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 so, guys, you can look just as good as us. Uh, as us. Go to flagandanthem.com drop promo code DIRTY to get 25% off your first order. And uh, let them know we sent you. Tag us. Tag them when you get that new gear. All right. So here's what we're going to do,
1: Prano. Like, like- so here's what we're, I'm going to tell you. We're going to set the uh, – we're going to turn on the flux capacitor. We're going to uh, drop the hammer, try to get going to 88 miles an hour, and we're going to take a trip through time. And the, the, the year will change, but the date will stay the same. July 5th in sports history.
0: You want to start the first thing on this list I have? Yeah, let's
1: go from the bottom. 19- Started from the bottom, now we're here. 1919. 1919. Right before the
0: roaring 20s. Babe Ruth hit two home runs in a game
1: for the first time. Wow. How many times did he end up hitting it in his career? 72 times. 72. That's all. That's, I'm sure he had some three home run games in there. I don't know if he, Babe Ruth ever had a four home run game. I'm sure he had some threes, but that's already, you are already at 144 home runs just on your multi-homer games. Old Babe Ruth. Old
0: Babe. I'm going to toss some shade, though. These people who still want to claim one of the greats. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, until people of color were allowed to play the game, they had separate leagues, they had the Negro Leagues, and they had Major League Baseball. I cannot – I just can't do it.
1: Well, you can't take away what he did for the time. Like It's not like Babe Ruth was personally against segregation. Like He was the greatest player of the time. And the other thing you can't take away from Babe Ruth is just the effect he had on people caring about baseball. Like that, he's the true first, he's the first true superstar. Like, there's always stars, and then Babe Ruth is like a national star. Everybody came to the, he's the LeBron James, the Michael Jordan of baseball. People came to the ballpark to see the Babe. Babe's coming to town. Can't just sit at home and watch it on TV. We gotta go see the Babe.
0: They need to do a good Babe movie, not that...
1: John Goodman? Family-friendly PG movie. Yeah.
0: Agree? Like, they need like a like a... R-rated raw. I think there
1: has been two babe movies. One of them was with Goodman,
0: and one starred a pig.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love that.
0: I don't know why. I'm not even stoned, but I think that's so funny. Babe, pig in the city. <laughs> I remember I had a Spanish teacher. I've talked She's about like, her. Ah, babe Senorita Lerman. From uh, Peru, she made us watch that. Why that in Spanish? Why, babe? I don't know. She was a nut job. Put me
1: right to sleep. See, I always think it's good to watch a movie in a different language that you've seen a ton. Like I'll do that whenever I whenever I go to Mexico. I always like try to brush up on my Spanish, so I'll watch like Top Gun in Spanish because I know every line of Top Gun, so yeah. now I know the translations. But not uh, not Babe. No, I've never seen Babe. Yeah,
0: I really haven't either. <laughs> I I don't count that time with Senorita Lurman.
1: <laughs> See this this uh, this travel through time is already we're, We started with the one thing that happened on July fifth. We're already talking about Babe in Spanish.
0: You know what? You want to hear a great story about her? I don't know if I've told this because you and I always forget the stories we've told on this show. We had to remember, or we had to recite uh, the Our Father in Spanish. You know, obviously, I went through Catholic high school. Mi padre, and uh, we also had to rec- we, we had to memorize the Our Father, the Hail Mary, all the different prayers. And because uh, this is a
1: Catholic school,
0: yes. And uh, my buddy, and I think he listens to the show. My buddy Devin and I, I don't know how we tried to con her, or like it was like a group project, but <laughs> I taped the prayer on his back. And he was, like, slightly standing in front of me. And that's how I was supposed to do it in front of the whole class. And she's like, move around. Like, we 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 blatantly were not hiding. Like, dude, you taped a giant prayer on his back. Yeah. And then she caught us. And then she's like, no, you guys, like, that's, what are you doing? She's like, no,
1: me más angry. <laughs> Furioso. Furioso. <laughs> they always pick the best, most, like lavish word for the translation. Fiorioso.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a tough time getting through this. If I'm yeah, already- we'll
1: we'll we'll uh- we'll we'll start crushing.
0: All right, Joe DiMaggio, another Yankee.
1: What year is this?
0: Nineteen thirty seven. Woo hits his first grand slam.
1: Joe D. Yeah. Gotta love Joe D. The first the first Italian superstar of baseball. Yeah. Fucked Marilyn Monroe. Married Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Legend. Legend even.
0: Yeah. Was he bit? Was he big? big Grown up?
1: Do, do, do all the Italians love? Oh yeah, Joey D. Yeah. Where have you gone, Joe DiMaggio? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Italians love it. I mean, forever. Like Ted Williams is brought up, like greatest living baseball player at times. I was like, I don't know. What about Joe D. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: I can see that. Who's the greatest Italian Yankee?
1: Joe DiMaggio. It's
0: Joe D. Right. Yeah.
1: It's got to be.
0: Who else would be up there?
1: I don't even know. Uh let's see. Italian. I don't I don't even know. Uh Girardi? Oh, come on, bro. I I'm I'm asking you, who are the standout Italian Yankees? Uh Joe Pepitone? <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's him by a landslide.
1: All right. I mean he's the he's the greatest Italian baseball player of all time, let alone Yankee.
0: The next two on this list are tennis. Yeah rod laver wins wimbledon in 1968 i have no clue who that is
1: all i know is he has a pair of uh, adidas there's a, there's adidas rod lavers oh there is yeah which i had i've had many pairs of over the years um sadly they've sort of pissed on rod laver's grave i i always for years had a pair of rod lavers and a pair of stan smiths and now i'm strictly a stan smith guy because the new rod lavers like the newest uh, iteration are super heavy it really made the Rod Lavers into Moon Boots. I believe he was Australian. Ah. Australian. And in
0: 1975, another tennis news, Arthur Ashe won the 89th Wimbledon.
1: Arthur Ashe, obviously Arth- Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. That's where they play the U.S. Open. Uh, I could be wrong, but gay black man? Uh, you are 100% wrong. R- wrong. He wasn't gay? He,
0: he re- got his HIV from a blood transfusion. Oh, poor Arthur Ashe. I know.
1: And now people just call him gay behind <laughs> his back. Unlike Magic Johnson, <laughs> definitely gay. <laughs>
0: Dude, I saw a new theory on Magic Johnson. Did you see the poll I put out? Which I Did you see the results? No. So I put out a Twitter poll Sunday night of bigger... I mean, it's the most Andy Ruther-esque Twitter poll. Bigger accomplishment for Magic Johnson. Signing LeBron James or beating HIV. And to be honest, it was a pretty big blowout. According to people on Twitter, 54% think getting LeBron is a bigger accomplishment than beating HIV. And that's with 2,328 votes. But I saw an interesting theory. We all know there's all the theories about magic. Yeah, he never, being on the down low. But not only that,
1: that he never got he never HIV. Had HIV. in the first place. Here's a new one I never saw.
0: Somebody's trying to claim... That he did it so his wife couldn't take half of his earnings.
1: How's that work? What's the theory there?
0: Or wait, what was it? It was something. Yeah. What? Hold on. What was the? <laughs> what was the tweet? I
1: was like, wait, what? Because did he and his wife divorce? No, they didn't. Cookie is his wife. Is he? Uh, is the theory that he's like laundering money through like fake HIV pills?
0: I don't know. I got I to gotta go back to this person's tweet. But either that or that she had it and he claimed he had it. This makes no sense at all, does it?
1: No. I have no idea what you're talking about. She had it so she couldn't take half his money. There's This is this is one of the crazier NBA conspiracy theories.
0: Well, this is from a dirtball, I'm pretty sure. Magic ain't got no HIV myth. Said it so Cookie wouldn't take half his money
1: blinking guy meme i don't understand yeah she she was going to divorce him but didn't couldn't divorce him after he got aids or hiv maybe didn't want the bad pr of leaving a man who had hiv there's a lot of holes in this theory that's the that's the best theory i could have for breaking down what he's trying to claim yeah that that magic knew she was going to divorce him and take half his money so he came up with a theory where if she, she looks like a real bad guy If she dumps him That's the best I got And what's your theory? Magic was on the down low And got AIDS, the HIV from gay sex You think he's bisexual? Yeah That's your theory Well Then you also got So bisexual is like Whatever uh, that's, a, that's like a whole wormhole That we can't start going down But like Or he's just gay And he's just lived as a straight man
0: I think he's either bisexual or he never
1: had it. Okay. A lot of theories that Magic was like down lowing around uh you know, gay spots in the in the eighties. Where
0: are these where are these sources?
1: The internet. That's that's the that's where the conspiracy wormholes start. Yeah, I know, but I but, but you know the whole down low theory, right? That there's like there's like down low clubs like that guys go out and they're like black guys are on the down low gay, but then like there's these down low clubs where they all meet with each other.
0: But there's there's just as many stories and articles on magic concerning all the lavish, wild Jerry Buss parties and Playboy sure. parties and yeah. sex parties.
1: Yeah, because you got to keep up a cover. You got to be Magic Johnson. Oh, I party, I'm always out, I'm always dancing. Now, now his son is is extremely gay. Right, and everybody that has a brain at this point knows nature, not nurture, right? Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would assume so.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, there are people out there who still think, you know, LeBron James is seventh all-time in the NBA, so, like, the idea that people are... (laughs) the idea that like everybody Shots knows the <laughs> idea that everybody understands everything at this point true
0: in fact i even saw an article the other day that the the flat earth people out there they're growing
1: yeah not surprised
0: i mean it doesn't surprise
1: me either make the worth make the earth flat again god there's so many idiots
0: okay so let's move along we're up to 1992 july 5th
1: 1992
0: the dream team wins their final game of the basketball tournament of America. This is pre Olympics. Yeah. They defeat Venezuela one hundred and twenty seven to eighty. They won all six of those games in that tournament by an average of fifty one and a half points.
1: And I'm sure that like had something to do with their seeding in the Olympic tournament and qualifying and whatever, but obviously that was just the beginning of them rolling through the Olympics. I will never forget that summer. I will never yeah, it was forget watching the Dream Team. I collected the Dream Team cards. I had the Dream Team shirt with all of them on it. I mean, I had... How about this? I had a Michael Jordan Dream Team jersey and a Patrick Ewing Dream Team jersey. Number nine. Yep, number why, nine and number six.
0: Why, why did those guys choose those
1: numbers? So in Olympic play, you have to have... Um, you have to have a. Basically, they were just numbered like one through thirteen. Ah, and Jordan took nine because Jordan was forty-five in high school, and then four plus five is nine. Sure. Pa- uh, Patrick Ewing six thirty-three three plus three six. I think David Robinson was five five plus zero five. Fascinating, right? I dis- and then Bird was seven. I guess Patrick got there first. I distinctly
0: remember visiting one of my my great aunts at like her nursing facility wherever it was and i remember my mom talking to her we were in her room and the game was on and i just remember being like this this is just like just just the pride of seeing them just i don't remember who they were playing just decimate some yeah. team
1: croatia yeah i mean it angola. was angola remember when they they just
0: they I think that was the, the sh- first game.
1: Yeah. They beat the shit out of it Charles Goal. Barkley got in a fight. Yeah. There's a great Dream Team documentary, by the way. Yeah. Have you seen it? 30 for 30? Uh there was a 30 for 30, then there was another. There was like an NBA uh
0: Yes. There was I, an NBA. For NBA. TV. I yeah. watched it. I think we watched it in San Francisco.
1: Yeah. Was there a 30 for 30? No, I no. think
0: I think it's the one we
1: watched. Yeah. It was uh, an NBA production. The night I met the chick who tried yeah. to peg me. My favorite part of that one is when the captains of the team which were bird and magic we're taking a picture with the star of the team of michael jordan and jordan's down below and there and magic and larry are up on like apple boxes behind them so they could be like a little bit taller and uh magic goes don't get too close to michael or else it's a foul <laughs> yeah that is a great line man and barkley walking to uh he would just like get out and walk and then there was a story about stockton getting out and walking too and people didn't believe it was him and people were like, he was like videotaping other people.
0: Yeah, in Barcelona.
1: Yeah. All right,
0: 1993.
1: July 5th, 1993.
0: Ricky Henderson leads off both games of a doubleheader with a home run. It's the fir- It was the first time since 1913 that that had occurred. So it was exactly 80 years later.
1: That's kind of awesome. Both games of a doubleheader leading off with a homer. God, he was so good. So good. Like, honestly, when we talked about it on slides, like, Ricky like Ricky's like a fringe on the all-time outfield. When you talk about runs scored, stolen bases, home runs he hit, defensive ability, like, he's a fringe. He's like, I don't think he's in my all-time outfield, but he's like just out of my all-time outfield. Beast. Ridiculous.
0: Longevity, and he
1: loved hitting leadoff homers. Like I bet you, he went up there, like that's full Willie Mays, Hayes, Major League Two action. Like I bet you, the leadoff games, he was just looking to lift. Yeah, I wonder what I I would love to see his like on base percentage from like the beginning of games to like his second at bat because I bet you he was out there just going like I'm jacking a homer.
0: Sure. All right, I'm gonna skip through a couple of these and move ahead to 1998. The Yankees win on this date, July 5th, 1998, and are 61 and 20, the best MLB record in history
1: after 81 games. That was 98? Correct. So that was just like in their machine years. 61 and, I mean, what is between in 88 games or 61 and 27? No, after 81 games. Wow. 61 61 and 20? 20. Geez. So they're winning 700, like, it's a 750-plus winning percentage.
0: Now, I was in high school, and I remember that team. Now, was that the team? I believe. I think it was. I think that was the team that swept the Padres
1: uh, in the World Series. That 98? Could have been, Tony Quinn's sure. team? Yeah.
0: I believe it was. Now, I remember my teacher. Dude, This, this talk about dating. This is 1998. In the fall, uh, I would have been entering my – yeah, I would have been, been the start of my junior year in high school. Uh we had to do a PowerPoint presentation, and, and our com- this was all new. Like PowerPoint was still pretty new. We had to do PowerPoint presentations for our uh, our computer science class, and I remember it was debating the the best lineups of all time, and of course the Yankees were on there. Yeah, and then I, of course, had. I forget who was on there, but the, the big red machine was. And it's funny that, that we. I want to bring this up. I actually went back and I looked, and I, and I went down a Reddit wormhole this week of looking. I was just curious. Best all-time MLB lineups. And a lot of people were saying those, the 75, 76 Reds teams or those Reds teams. And it was interesting, Pran. I'd love to hear your take on this. I think this would be good maybe for dirty slides too. So if you look at those Reds teams in the 70s, they made four, they, Somebody was making a good point on Reddit. They go, they only won two World Series. Yeah. They made it to four. But somebody's point was this. From like 73, I think, to the end of the 70s, their lineup had four Hall of Famers consistently. Yeah. You had Bench, Morgan, Rose. I mean, we're going to toss him in there. Perez. Then you also have our boy up there, George Foster, who won an MVP in 77. Like, the argument was... That Reds lineup is arguably, for sure, a top three all time lineup. Yeah, in baseball history.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I mean, you've got the '60s Yankees, right? Yeah. You got Mantle, Maris. You've got Yogi Berra's in there. Like that's already three Hall of Famers. Like guarantee there's some other somebody else on that on that team.
0: And then people were bringing up actually the 2017 Astros
1: lineup. Pretty ridiculous honestly like when all is said and done there's going to be i mean you got two probably potential hall of famers in in the middle infield there and then yeah but that but their lineup's like not quite as like superstar studded but like star theirs is like star studded but not superstar studded Do you know what i mean yeah it's like they're kind of low-key like whereas a lot of teams oh you have a couple stars and then you got a couple like not so great players it's like the Astros team—they're all just fucking—they're all like a well above average players.
0: I'm gonna—I'm gonna have you guess how many wins did the Yankees finish with that
1: year? Uh, let's see—that was ninety-eight. So at the, at the midway point, they're, they're sixty-one were- and twenty. So I mean, even if you, I'm gonna go 108 114 Wow.
0: You want to—you want to see their starting lineup?
1: Yeah, it's pretty absurd Okay Tino Martinez So their starting lineup Here, let me see if I can do it Girardi Catching Tino Martinez Am I so far so good? Well, Wait a second I'm looking Oh, sorry I'm looking at order I'm sorry I'm trying to go around the, the line So Girardi is catching Yeah, you're right Tino Martinez at first base yeah. Chuck Knobloch at second. You're right. Jeter at short. Yeah. Brocious at third.
0: Yeah, for the most part. Uh, although although Posada was seeing... Or time, no, 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 no. no. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at lineups. I was confused. Yes, Brocious at third.
1: Uh Paul O'Neill right field. Correct. Bernie Williams in center field. Correct. And then their left fielder was like an like That was... uh <sighs> I don't know. It's like is it like Shane Spencer starting for them?
0: It was it was Spencer at times, but I see a lot of Curtis.
1: Right. Yep.
0: Chad Curtis. Reigns? Yep. Made some starts. Strawberry?
1: Yeah, that left field was sort of interchangeable. A
0: lot of Curtis though. Yeah. Yeah, the, their opening day lineup was Chuck Knobloch, Derek Jeter, Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams, Tino Martinez. Uh, What's Davis' first name? Chili Davis. Oh, Chili Davis. Yep. Uh, Then Curtis, then Brocious at eight, and then Girardi at the nine hole. Pretty good.
1: My Alzheimer's hasn't fully set in yet. That is pretty good. For a fucking Mets fan, huh? I couldn't tell you the Mets 98 lineup, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. All
0: right, here's another good one in the uh, in the 90s. Juan Gonzalez. Juan. Also in 98. Igor. S- same day,
1: July 5th. July 5th. 1998. Juan Gonzalez becomes the second MLB player. So it in- sounds like the all-star break was July 5th that year.
0: Yeah. Juan Gonzalez becomes the second player in MLB history to have over 100 RBIs. Before the All-Star break, the previous person was Hank Greenberg with 103 in 1935.
1: Juan Gonzalez, there is a blast from the past. That's that's a guy who that that he's a total victim of the steroid era. Like two-time MVP, definitely over 400 home runs. I don't think he got to 500.
0: 434. Uh,
1: 434. Two-time MVP, like a legit he was the John Carlos Stanton of his day, line, screaming line drive hitter. Juan got big Texas Rangers. It was uh, Gonzalez, Pudge Rodriguez. That was those Palmero, That was those Rangers teams.
0: They were all doing steroids together.
1: Yeah, and but no one talks about. Him. I mean that the, he has Hall of Fame numbers. He finished with 400 and... He has two two more MVPs than Derek Jeter ever did.
0: 34 home runs. 1,400 RBIs.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: 295 batting average. Finished with a 561 slugging
1: percentage. And I think he finished that year with like 158 RBI or something like that.
0: 157. His stats... His final stats for 1998, Juan Gonzalez. Listen to this. 50 doubles... 157 RBIs, 45 home runs.
1: I think he was like one of... 318 batting average. Yeah, he's one of like a handful of players ever to have 50 doubles and 40 homers. And he fa- finished batting 318. MVP. MVP. I'm surprised he never played for the Yankees, honestly. I'm surprised they didn't have him in left field.
0: He won MVP two out of three years in a row. Yeah. Or two out of
1: three years. 98? Yeah. 96, 98. Yeah, 96 and
0: 98. And who knows how old he really was? Right, because he's from
1: Puerto Rico. Yeah, and his nickname was Igor, so he's probably seventy. Yeah, they're like Igor down to the lab.
0: I think he had a Jerry curl at one point. Oh he?
1: yeah, yeah, he had a crazy Jerry curl. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> Definitely a steroid guy, though. That lineup, man. Yeah, and they were like never that good. No, Pudge, Juan GON, Palmero, Kevin Brown was on that team, wasn't he, for a minute uh kenny rogers that's right kenny rogers roasters yeah i think uh nolan was on those teams you know what i would like to do
0: though i'd like to go you know we're talking about going back in time i'd like to go back in time and use my seake promo code imagine how good the 20 dollars off would be in 1998 20 years ago
1: yeah it'd be fantastic you could sit anywhere at ballpark at arlington even a even the fresh new ballpark at arlington
0: yeah, right? $20, you'd
1: be sitting. After the $20 promo code, you could afford tickets on the dugout. You could. Watch Juan Gun shooting up. Dirtballs, take advantage
0: of this great offer that we have with SeatGeek. Get your tickets for any live event, sports, comedy, This concerts. lifetime or the last. Yeah. In fact, you could use your ticket on SeatGeek and print out your tickets and save those stubs, and you can go back in time and look back and have those lovely memories, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. SeatGeek, promo code DIRTY.
0: Just download the SeatGeek app because best of all, all our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All right, let's move along. A lot of this is baseball, of course, because yep. it's baseball, baseball and season. Wimbledon. And- yeah. 1998 again. A lot going on in 98. Roger Clemens gets his 3000 strikeout.
1: 1998. 98 was a big year for milestones. Yeah. He finishes another, with Another steroid guy.
0: He finishes with 4600. Are you following his kid at all? His kid was in the uh
1: He was Who's his kid play for? I have no idea. But was, I know his name starts with a K. Colby, Curtis, Kevin.
0: He was in the Kelsey. uh Kelsey he was in the the baseball, the college World Series. I mean, not the
1: actual World Series. I don't know. Does he play for Texas? Tournament. I think he might. Is it Colby Clemens? Because you know he named him all K's because he was a he's a fucking strikeout guy.
0: Why?
1: Yeah, that's a terrible one.
0: Oh, he named all his kids K's because of strikeouts. Yeah, Cheddar. Yeah, dude. How insecure do you have to be? Except the kids,
1: except the kids he had in in the late '90s. Then he had Hank, Greta, and another Henry. So he was trying to tell us he had HGH there in the in the late '90s.
0: Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, that's just a sign of your insecurity. Like, dude, you've accomplished so much.
1: Yeah. I mean, George Foreman named all his kids George. But I don't think I don't think that's. The George Foreman name all his kids, George, urban
0: legend. It's just him being weird. Yeah. Like that's a little different than like naming
1: all your kids with K. Oh God. What a, I and mean, it's always things like Colby, but it's like, dude, there are names that start with K. You don't have to make names that start with C into K names. Yeah. It's like Chris with a K. Is it, is, it like, is your name Carl's? It's actually Charles, but we just spelled the K. <laughs> All
0: right, let's move on. 1999, Joe. The yeah. year was 1999, July 5th. This sounds like something Jake, Jacob DeGrom is going through. Randy Johnson loses his third game in a row. In the three games that he's lost, Arizona has not scored a run, and he had 43 strikeouts.
1: That's gross. In those three games. three. I mean, 43. That's just under 15 strikeouts a game. It's a little over 14 strikeouts a game. Yeah, that's stupid. And his team didn't score a run once to back him up. And he lost all three. All He three. didn't just get no decisions. He lost. Yes. That's so. That is. That's that's like that's like the next level of what DeGrom was happening to DeGrom. And then two years later, World Series. Yeah. Three years later, they won in 2001. So two years. What was, oh, you said 99. 99, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought we were still stuck in 1998.
0: We, we've, we've moved on from 98. Now we're up to 2001. Greg Maddox, who at this time is currently on the Braves, gets his 250th win, and he ends the season with 15 or more for the 14th year
1: in a row. That's crazy. He won 15 or more games. The, th- Greg Maddox, the single best pitcher... Of all time, like just in terms of like actually being a pitcher because he didn't have the best stuff. Yeah. He just had the best control. He just had the best approach. Like Greg Maddox with Clemens stuff or Randy Johnson stuff or Pedro stuff is like next. I mean, he still was already doing it more consistently, better, longer than all those dudes.
0: And what I love about Greg Maddox is he looked just like a dad or yeah. like
1: your chemistry teacher in oh, high school. total dad. Total dad. Did you see the thing that he did recently where he, like, dressed up like a batting practice pitcher and, like, struck out Chris Bryant? Chris Bryant was like, what the fuck was that? Because he looks like – he literally looks like, like you said, a chemistry teacher. He's like, guys, here's how change-ups work. And you're like, what's happening? He, and, that, and that was essentially what he was doing. He was essentially a major league physics teacher. And he was he was teaching dumb jocks how changeups worked, and they never figured it out. They never passed that class.
0: Who else would be in the Greg Maddox realm of that type of guy? Who's like, what would you call it? Because you're saying he doesn't have the stuff of these these guys who can just throw heat.
1: Uh, a Jamie Moyer who ended up playing super late in his career. A, another guy, lefty, um, fastball changeup. You don't need anything but a fastball changeup. You don't. It's just a, it's just timing. If you're looking for a fastball, you're not going to hit a changeup. If you're looking for a changeup, you're not going to hit a fastball. And if you're painting the corners, yeah. Seaver had pretty good stuff, but also a, a great pitcher. Uh, I talked about that on Dirty Slides recently in Keith Hernandez's book. He talks about how there's one game where he just didn't have it, uh, but he was just such a good pitcher that he – got by with when he didn't have his stuff that day and he threw his, his only no hitter. That was when he was with the Reds. Oh yeah. And you know what? Jacob deGrom. DeGrom is a guy, I mean DeGrom's stuff's pretty filthy, but uh your boy Meserasco was uh was saying like he hasn't put it together the whole year. Like he's never had the game where he just like has it all going. Yeah. The control and the and the off speed stuff and whatever. And like he's just a bulldog.
0: I followed uh, Maddox for a minute on Twitter because he was trolling, like what, like years ago. I didn't follow him. Who was he
1: trolling? He he would troll his daughter a lot. Nice on Twitter. Is his daughter hot? I think she was. I forget. Do you remember the old Maddox Glavin chicks dig the long ball commercial? That was legendary. I don't. What was that one? It was like it was like a Nike baseball commercial, and they were like in the they were in the. Um, in the batting cage It was like Alright guys Time to practice our bunts And they're like Bunts? We're not bunting And they were like Trying to hit homers Like chicks dig the long ball <laughs> like Guys we need you to bunt And he's like Nah How did the Braves Only win one title? It's unbelievable Maddox Glavin Smoltz
0: And then even uh, Avery was pretty good For a minute
1: Yeah Avery They had Wallers, Yeah They were ridiculous How'd they only win One title? One. They won the pennant Every year for two decades They won like they literally won like 15 straight pennants. Like they won the NL East every year. Well, first they were winning the NL West. They were winning it so long, they were winning the NL West. Then they were winning the NL East. Who's their only title against? Uh, the Cleveland Indians, 1995. Man. How? How do they only win one? Yeah. Lost to the Yankees, lost to the Twins. Did they make it to the World Series twice? Did they lose to the Yankees a second time? Did they ever lose to the Blue Jays? Uh, the Blue Jays beat the Phillies.
0: Yeah, the Mitch Williams meltdown.
1: They they might have beaten the – they could have been a Braves team. I don't remember.
0: All right, moving on. We're up to 2002, July 5th, 2002. Ted Williams dies at the age of 83.
1: Technically. Is he still frozen? Yeah, just his head, though.
0: Oh, God, that's so creepy.
1: Why? Because when we figure it out, he'll be able to come back and just be like a head in a jar teaching kids how to hit sliders. He's going to be like, (laughs) crang.
0: He finished with a 344 lifetime average. I mean, Uh, that's
1: stupid. Yeah. Uh, 344 lifetime average. How good he gotta be to hit three forty four for a career? By the way, he left was a fighter pilot in World War II, Came back, kept hitting. Another alt like that. That that's a guy who's like straight up. Like they talk about talk about Jordan. Oh, Jordan would have won eight straight. We always forget that he lost to the Magic uh, and averaged thirty five points. Oh, he would have won eight straight if he didn't what quit. Ted Williams came back and... Ted Williams went to war. Ted Williams killed a bunch of Japanese people. Yeah. And then came back and then continued... Higher to higher average as a fighter pilot than as a baseball player, which is remarkable. You know why? What a badass. What Crazy a, good vision. Uh, That's what that, makes you a good hitter. It's what makes you a good fighter pilot. I
0: was going to say, it makes you excel at both. Yep. And of course, we all know his infamous 406 season in 1941...
1: The Four last, the last guy to hit 400.
0: Will it ever be done again?
1: That's hard. That's gonna be. That's gonna be really hard to. At first, somebody do that again, especially with the style of play these days. Big swing and miss cuts for a lot of people. But even the contact guys, with the shifts, with the analytics, putting people where you know, I just don't know.
0: Now back to his frozen head. Is was that his idea?
1: Uh, I believe it was. Or was
0: that? his family.
1: I think maybe his son I know his son took a l like a brunt of like people being angry about it. But I mean he knew he was dying. Like, remember the last didn't they do a an all-star game at Fenway, Fenway. and he came out and like they drove him out on the cart. Yeah. Like when you're driving out on the cart. You know the end is near.
0: I think that was when they did the Was it fifty or hundred greatest players of all time. Yeah. I wanna say that was Because that was a big deal because that was the first time Pete Rose was ever back on the field. Right. After he was banned. And I think that's when Jim Gray. Remember, was it Jim Gray? Yeah. Who asked him to comment just being a total dick.
1: Jim Gray. Like, top 100 Cheddar Dicks of all time, for sure. I've talked about this. We should do a a Dirty Sports exclusive top 50 Cheddar Dicks of all time. Top 50 Cheddar Dicks? We would reel them off so easy. Start reeling some off. Jim Gray. Marlins, man.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say
1: that. <laughs> uh, fucking, I mean, there's what, what, there's so many of them out there. Kirchin, like, are we going to start naming reporters? I mean, I don't know if Kirchin makes the top 50, but like.
0: Zach Hample.
1: Oh, classic cheddar. <laughs> like, he might be top 10. <laughs> the cheddar dickery of Hample. How many? I mean, just think about all the people we've gone over over the years. In the just like the cheddar dick pile,
0: in the dirty sports cheddar
1: dick pile. Yeah, I feel. Like, I feel
0: like we haven't been using cheddar dick as much lately.
1: I know. I still use it all the time. I just feel like it hasn't made the show in a while. I uh, I I often use the cheese emoji, eggplant emoji.
0: Well, I I have my first ever. We think, we keep talking about jokes. I have my first ever joke where I say cheddar dick on stage, and I'm gonna be really curious to see to see how the preview, I, new bits. So basically. My premise is I, I I talk about uh, I talk about how I'm in the closet about being like a guy who rides a bicycle because bicycle people are such assholes. Like I don't want to be associated cyclists. with... cyclists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't I don't want to be associated with cyclists because we all know they're all they're all are they not all assholes?
1: Yeah, big. Well, definitely a, definitely a high cheddar dick factor.
0: But, and that and that's where that's my thing. That's kind of where I end up calling. I'm, again, I'm still working on the, the bit,
1: but, uh,
0: yeah, it's basically, I'm just so, and I've tweeted this, I'm so sick of, you know, every cyclist is the same person. Treat us like cars, but they're not going to obey any yeah. stoplights
1: or crosswalks. Also, you're not a car. Yeah. Is it the, you're like the transgenders of vehicles. Like, <laughs> I identify as a car. Well, I think you're a bike.
0: I might, I might work that in. Yeah. I like that. I identify as a bike. But they all dress like Cheddar Dicks. Yeah. But I don't get it. Like when I was biking the other day, Prano, they're just they're so aggressive. Not even on the street. Like I was on the bike path going to Playa del Rey and they're and they're like making noises, they're going by me. I'm like, you guys what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Are you riding by me? The water's right here, this is gorgeous. Why do you gotta be a cheddar dick? I dress like that.
1: What are those shoes they wear? What do those shoes do? So there's gotta be they clip into the uh pedal. So when you pull your foot back up on the come around, you're like actually pulling the pedal with you instead of using the the centripetal force to so stay ma- on the pedal. So it makes it easier. Yeah.
0: So fuck you, you're a pussy. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck those people. So so wait a second. So they want it easier to pedal a bicycle. Yeah.
1: Oh, what a bunch of cowards. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start my own. What a bunch of cowards! I mean,
0: I mean, it's not a workout. You're gonna be, you be feeling the burning in the legs.
1: So, safe to say, Lance Armstrong is making our 50 greatest cheddar dicks of all time. Yeah, he could, especially for calling people. He was like suing people who were who said he was on HGH. But I think Lance Armstrong was just a dick. Yeah, but dick plus cyclist equals cheddar dick. Good point.
0: All right, a few more. 2003. Serena Williams beats Sister Venus at Wimbledon. I feel like that's happened a lot.
1: Yeah, although maybe I, I assume that's in the finals. I assume. Yeah.
0: We need to get on our boy uh, Michael Costa to uh, refresh us on that. <laughs>
1: yeah. He, is he still on The Daily Show? I believe he is, yeah.
0: Thust in The Daily
1: Show? Still thrust in the process. Yeah. You know what they need? I think you said this.
0: They Why don't they have a conservative show that's comedy?
1: Oh, conservatives don't have a sense of humor. That's, that's why. why. That's easy. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's, uh, there's no conservative comedian who could do that. I don't Dennis know. Dennis Miller. I guess he's old.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. But like, you know. I'll talk you from a marketing perspective. Sure. I mean, what's funny is Colbert did that. As if in tongue-in-cheek and like that's the closest they had with somebody that was blatantly making fun of them. But that's what I'm saying. You And it's funny because back in the day when Dennis Miller did his show, it wasn't super conservative at all. Like the Dennis Miller show on HBO. Yeah. there wasn't It wasn't like a conservative slant. He's just becoming conservative now. I mean, he's always been a Republican, but.
0: All right, a couple more. 2004, Eric Gagne's streak of 84.
1: I love all of our HGH news. A lot of HGH news. Eric Gagne in those glasses.
0: His streak of 84 consecutive save saves ends.
1: It was th-
0: it was 30 more than the previous record. Yeah. So he is that the year he won the
1: MVP? Probably. Or if it wasn't the year he won, it might have been the year before where he was like 100% for like 60, you know? And then that year, he blows one. But yeah.
0: Well, and to finish up all this HGH uh, baseball stuff, in 2005, Manny Ramirez hit his 20th Grand Slam on July 5th, 2005.
1: And he only trails Lou Gehrig with 23. Lou Gehrig, the most Grand Slams of all time. The Iron Horse.
0: I loved when Manny came out here.
1: Yeah. Because this, I think, was before... Remember they had Manny Wood in left field?
0: Yeah. But do you remember, at Dodger Stadium, you could buy...
1: The Manny hat. The Manny hair.
0: You could buy the the Scully calf and the Manny hair. And my buddy, my buddy Jesse, who I think you've met, he bought that and wore it the whole game. He thought it was the funniest thing.
1: What's so funny is I went to a uh I went to a, a Giants Mets game. The first time I went to AT&T and my buddy bought a panda hat. He for for uh Sandoval. Sandivar. And he was a Mets fan and we got so drunk together that at one point I took his hat off and I just threw it. And it landed and somebody just like took his hat. And then he went out to get like a beer and he was so drunk that he got kicked out of the ballpark. And we never found him again that night. And the next day, <laughs> the next day I called He's him. He's dead. Yeah, the next day I called him. It's my buddy Ian who owns McDuff's up in Tahoe. Check out McDuff's in South Lake Tahoe. Best best pub in Tahoe. Uh, the next day I was like, dude, what happened to you? He's like, I got drunk. I went to get another beer. And they kicked me out because I was so drunk. And then my phone ran out of juice. So I like just went back to my hotel. And I was like, dude, I thought you left. Because I took off your panda, I thought you were mad at me because I took off your panda hat and threw it, and somebody basically stole it. And he's like, "Was I wearing a panda hat?" I was like, "Yeah, dude, you bought a Kung Fu Panda hat." And he's like, "Oh, I'm a fucking asshole. You should have taken that off and thrown it." I was like, "That's amazing."
0: I I feel like baseball is the best game of all sports to just
1: get shit faced at. Yeah, right? it's fun. Just go. Like you don't miss a ton. Like if you get up and like in the middle of a game. And the only time you have to really worry about is if it's, like, a super, like, pitcher's duel. Like, if you're, like, DeGrom, Kershaw, you know, you might want to not miss any action because somebody hits a homer and that's the whole game. But for most baseball games, you can kind of safely get up anytime you want, go get a beer and come back. Like, you would never get up, you know, from a football game, like, while your team has the ball at the 50, you know? Yeah. What if I miss a touchdown?
0: I know. I, I got to get back to Dodger Stadium. Actually,
1: Mets are out here, and I think in August.
0: I usually try to go to one a month, and the I,
1: month of the the Thust month.
0: No, oh, the month of August. Yeah, yeah. I missed. I missed. Uh,
1: you went when the Reds were here. I missed June though.
0: Every year I try to go to one game a month, but I, I missed June.
1: But you I'll, went in May. Yeah. To the Reds game. Yeah. You didn't go in April, or did you?
0: We all went.
1: Oh right, yeah. That we was, went that's when we went with the uh the interns? The interns? That was wow.
0: the that was the night of the infamous Oh
1: right, four twenty. <laughs> that's amazing. This June you gotta get back on in July. God, I was stoned. Yeah, it was amazing. You handed over all of our shit.
0: I'm such a light dude, I'm just a
1: lightweight, I realized.
0: I took one hit from the vape pen last week. One fucking hit. I was so stoned. It was the first time I probably smoked in t- you, I was so stoned. I had a fucking dart in my neck. It was like the first time I smoked probably in 10 or 11 days. You know I don't smoke that much. I was so baked though. I sat down to write and I and I just was like, "Dude, what are you writing?" Like it was just gibberish. I sat at the table I and mean, my desk And you wrote that
1: great cheddar Dick cycling joke. <laughs>
0: It's literally when I was writing those
1: jokes,
0: (laughs) I was stoned trying to write
1: cyclist jokes. You wrote a whole bit around Cheddar Dick. Uh, Like, who's Cheddar Dick? How do I get Cheddar Dick? I want to work Cheddar Dick into the popular culture.
0: So stupid. Well, Prano, that is this date in uh, sports history, July 5th. Now, this list ends at 2012. (laughs) So if anything happened in the last uh, five years. What's the website name? sportshistory365.blogspot.com.
1: Nice. Shout out to that guy. I believe his name is Mike. Mike, shout out to you for putting together a list of things that happened on my birthday in sports history. Pick
0: the most random site. Mike K, zero comments. Okay.
1: It was a good list, though.
0: Was a good list. I'm surprised
1: more stuff didn't happen in the Olympics. I guess Summer Olympics are usually later, right? In August?
0: Yeah, I don't know. No Olympics on there.
1: No, but we did have the the dream team, so obviously the Olympics were later.
0: Yeah. Well, Prano, that's the
1: episode. That's it. Happy 39th birthday to your boy.
0: Send him uh, lots of love on social media at Fix Your Life.
1: That's right, at Fix Your Life on Twitter, Joe Prano on Instagram. Uh, Go to com if you want to see some shows. I will be in Lake Chelan, Washington starting tonight. Celebrating your birthday. Celebrating my birthday tonight and the birth of America. Uh, Tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Perfect. Lake Chelan. Come buy me a Lake Chelan cider. I think it's 7.0. Alcohol by volume. Yeah. Your boy. About to get Liddy on some apple fucking juice. Basically apple juice. That that could get me back in the drinking game. Oh, dude. That sounds delicious. I had it at... uh, brick and mortar down here in Santa Monica and they they brought it out to me it didn't even look like booze it doesn't even look like a beer it's it's basically like clear it looks like this like the slightest hint of like sour apple oh uh, like greenish and I had it it was so strong and so good I can't wait to devour it all weekend dude, in Lake Chelan
0: when I lived in Europe for a semester in college I lived off strong I love cider
1: yeah I've become quite a cider guy myself lately. I'll, I also love doing a Guinness and cider. Ooh, that's so a good.
0: Snake bite?
1: Yeah. So uh, if you're in Washington, come out and check that out. I'll be with Eddie Ift. I'll be with Eddie Ift back in Washington next week at a Bingle Fest. And then in a couple of weeks, I'll be down in La Jolla with your boy Eddie Ift again.
0: And if you guys want to send more dirtball mail, I mean, we have so much space on these walls. Yeah. Slide into those DMs. Uh, follow me at Andy Ruther, Joe at Fix Your Life, the show at The Dirty Sports. And as always, guys, give us love on iTunes. Please do it if you haven't done it. It takes two seconds. And
1: if you have done it, then do it for Den Report. And if you've done it for Den Report, then do it for Dirty Slides. I am going to continue to thust the process today. I honestly might have to nap for like five minutes sitting up. About to record a Dirty Slides right after this. So rate, review, and subscribe to any Dirty Sports Podcast Network show. And yeah, just like let's let's dust it.
0: It's I literally changed I went and I had to go in the back end on this actually last year. I had to figure it out. I went in on the back end on iTunes. If you look at like let's say dirty slides, underneath that it says dirty sports. If you click on that, all the shows pop up. Really? Same thing for Denton Report. So now I went in on the back end, I figured it out. They're all right there to leave reviews, guys. Takes two seconds. Uh that is the show. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Hopefully I'll see Joe again sometime soon. Yeah. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.